0: Hey guys and girls, welcome to Rock Hippie Adventures. I'm Keith. And I'm Mel. And I am fresh off the sunburned peel.
1: <laughs> Lobster boy no more. <laughs> I am leper boy. Not yeah. to make fun of it, but... No, I, you're I, a little peely, babe.
0: I'm, I'm way more than peely. I, I, I literally leave a trail of DNA anywhere I go right now. Yeah, you kind of do. Yeah, it's kind of gross.
1: You're kind of patchy too.
0: Yeah, like I look like... I'm a little two-toned in my colors.
1: Yeah, you are. You're like super tan, and then you've got that like fresh baby pink skin underneath it. It's hot, though. (laughs)
0: Hey, guys and girls, we appreciate you coming back. We appreciate all the support that we are getting. Um, We're looking at bigger and better and bolder and brighter things moving here in the future. So real quick, we're going to give you some some updates to what we're doing on the show. Uh, One, we're going to move... Uh, We we feel like we don't give enough time to our weekly dose of Trash out.
1: Because you know I love my trash, babe.
0: Yeah, and I would like to just do a whole episode. I'm totally for it. Not just a whole episode, but we're going to do like a whole other podcast dedicated to her love and my cynicalness (laughs) of what we call Trash TV. Yeah. And, And it's just reality TV in the sense, I guess you can consider it reality TV. Uh, maybe there's, those are things we'll talk about in, in this upcoming, uh, yeah. other podcast. I We're mean, just... it's
1: kind of a game show uh, Love Ish. Island is, and yeah. because I mean, they do win money. Yeah. So it's not entirely just right. finding somebody. So yeah, we could totally get into that huge discussion. Yeah. I so, totally be down with it. And you don't like people that are, you know, famous just for being reality yeah. TV people. So, so we can I, get in our own discussion about that too. Yeah,
0: I'm so on the other side of what, so uh we'll discuss the our our term of trashality and all those things uh coming up uh just pay attention to when that drops pay attention to our instagram site uh twitter facebook all that stuff for rock hippie and we'll let you know when that thing drops and we'll be using rock hippie as the
1: uh, platform for it but it'll be its own entity of trashality
0: yeah so we're going to move on from that um we got some great things coming up we got a good record spot today uh, we, we do want to mention the, and I don't know if it's the death or the end.
1: Has it been announced?
0: I, I don't know. Either I, way? I don't know.
1: Well, regardless.
0: We finished the last season of Shameless.
1: Which, by the way, I absolutely love. So Keith had watched it previously, and so he started back over with me. Um, and we started back with season one and have watched pretty regularly I don't know, probably three or four episodes a night, especially here lately, to catch up. And then, of course, watch the last season. So we watched it last night. Um, and I, I don't know how I feel about how it ended. Like, I'm hoping there is one. Do you know?
0: Well, uh, good news is is that Google is fast while you talk.
1: I love Google. Google's great. Thanks, Google. Yes. Yeah, so,
0: <laughs> so it looks like there will be uh, a new season, season 11 of Shameless. Sweet. Uh, we're not going to look at it oh hold on a second hold on a second let's let's is that true well you know i don't know
1: oh boy well it, we're it, looking well as we, we should have probably it,
0: it's going to be a season 11 I, okay. I think that will be the last season um we don't know yet we we always say well man this is going to be the last season of this show
1: i i love it i really do
0: But, you know, you never know because, you know, if they're making enough money with the show and it's wildly popular and it does well on Netflix and all those great things, then they usually find a way to renew the show for one more season. And this show is on uh, Showtime. Yeah,
1: Yeah, that's right. It's on Showtime. And it comes to Netflix.
0: Yeah, and it comes on Netflix. That's where we watch it. Uh, But, yeah, so we, we did finish. She finally... Caught up, yeah, because I was in season eight when I stopped.
1: Plus, you had to go back and watch the whole thing from the beginning. So
0: I watched seasons one through eight again with Mel, and um it took a little bit for her to get into it after the first season. But once she started getting um attached to certain characters and hating other characters, Debbie, <laughs> just going go ahead and throw it yeah. out there. <laughs> so we uh, hug
1: her and drown her at the same time.
0: Right. So you know you you have your your favorites. Uh, we may just one day dedicate. Um, oh, we totally should a bonus episode just to Shameless, just to yeah. just to talk about it. Maybe get a couple people who love Shameless. If you love Shameless, like you love it, like. You, you feel dearly got, attached yeah, to it. Yeah, you've got
1: some thoughts on it, and you've got to get something off your chest. This yeah. is the place for you to do it. Yes,
0: yeah. we, we might just do like we'll a dish l- with you. little mini bonus episode yeah. throughout somewhere. I do we'll have shameless. thoughts about it, though. I really do. Yeah.
1: Like, now that I've watched all the way through, mm-hmm. I kind of wonder some things. Yeah. I also, you know, want to give my, like, kudos to some of my favorite characters on there yeah. as well.
0: It's a great show. Uh, it is, if you're... Uh, If you have a cringe factor, there are a lot of cringeworthy things uh, that happen on this show. But I I don't know if I can say it's like, oh, this is real life, but you never know. I mean, Lord forbid, Uh, if if there's an actual... There
1: might be, though. This may be people's reality, and they're watching it going, yeah, this is what I Mm -hmm. have every day of my life living in the south side of Chicago. I don't know. Or anywhere. Or anywhere, for that matter. But if you've got a father like Frank... God bless you. Like, holy smokes, that man. Yeah. Just when you think, like you've let your guard down, you're like, oh, he's changed. He's turning the corner. No, he hasn't. Not no. in the least bit. He, no. He's awful. He's a yeah. terrible human being.
0: So shameless. We, uh, we we did finish that up. So we just wanted to throw it out there that, that can be, you know, part of our recos. you know, if you, yeah, haven't, if you haven't
1: seen it, definitely check it out. Yeah, Plus it out. what a great way to binge like a ton of seasons. So you've got 10 seasons, 12 episodes about everyone. So you yeah, can spend a great deal of time. Uh,
0: you can waste your life away watching Shameless. You can. Yeah. So, in, in that sense, also, um, yes, it is the first week of football.
1: Dun-da-dun, dun-da-dun. Oh, no. Yeah. Really? That worked out well. Yeah. We don't have, like, the actual sound effect for that. So, I thought I would just do that
0: for you. Right, because that was ESPN. Oh, wrong one. <laughs> welcome, welcome to Sports <laughs> Center, maybe
1: well that one too
0: yeah that's that's i mean you know there is football on sports center but
1: it's okay what's the football one i'm not singing that little country redneck song that they sing for thursday night football i'm not singing that i don't even know that one sunday
0: night football that
1: one too Oh my i really like football i sound like a complete idiot like i don't know but i really <laughs> honestly love football I watch it i know you do i just don't know my songs that are related to football let's <laughs> yeah. just go with that your, your, your sports music
0: knowledge is, yeah, is it's, nil.
1: It's, it's limited
0: yeah right <laughs>
1: would you like me to do my owl impression because that was better <laughs> no, let's not do the owl
0: impression anyways guys and girls, yeah football started up this week i'm super happy i'm always big i'm a big football fan um I used to be super huge into fantasy football leagues. Uh, we did have uh, a group of guys, uh, friends of mine. We had a like a huge um, yeah, Like You did your
1: pick like you guys oh, did yeah. your pre-whatever oh, uh, yeah. we draft were, stuff and all that We nice. were like
0: stupid huge wow. like, into it. But because of, you know, everybody moving and going to different places, we kind of dropped it. Maybe one day I'll get back into it with some we people. We used to do,
1: like the group would do, like who would win each week and then, you know, those kind of things. We did do one draft, but I didn't know. I mean, I knew my players – that actually helped me know players, but oh, yeah. I, it was too much for me. Like, I like just to pick the winners, pick them. No, be no, we,
0: we were we were fanatical nuts for players, stats yeah. and everything, and, and we were uh, huge, hugely competitive. Um, yeah. So it like was Like talking was smack fun. and everything. Oh, my gosh. You I know, bet. The, the group texts oh, sure. were ridiculous. I bet they were. Yeah, but football so, is starting up.
1: So who's your team? Let's let everybody know where your affiliations lie with I your don't, team.
0: Anybody who plays Dallas – Okay, yeah, we're not big Dallas.
1: Fans. So Snowy is gonna have a fit when she listens to this because yeah. she is a huge Dallas fan. Like yeah. you watch her feed on Sundays, no. it's all Dallas. I, all the time.
0: I am, I am the epitome. And here's here's how I feel. This is what I feel about Dallas. You either love Dallas or you hate Dallas. My cousin Jason, uh, <laughs> he is a huge. His whole his whole little immediate family is a huge Dallas Cowboys fans, and. Growing up, I was not. I I grew up a Oakland Raiders fan. Okay. So um, my dad was a huge Oakland Raiders fan.
1: Your dad is a huge Cleveland Browns fan, which, by the way,
0: yeah.
1: is, is my heart because yeah. having grown he loves up the there, Browns. He, he loves does. the Browns and the Raiders. Yeah, and I um, love the Browns because I grew up, up up there.
0: I'm a big Saints fan. Um, okay. I spent time in Louisiana. Uh, my ex is from New Orleans, so it just I became a and it really because um, uh, my late father in law or ex father in law. He's my late father-in-law. Let's like yeah, let's he is. 100%. So he, uh, before he died, man, he, I mean, Richard was a Saints fan through and through. Like, he was the fan. Born and bred. Like, when they were the Aints, he mm-hmm. was still the fan. Yeah. Like, he never, ever, ever. And he passed right before they won the Super Bowl, which oh, was man. super sad. And it, 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 he was just such a huge yeah. fan. That's
1: like my dad.
0: Yeah. My and dad's a
1: huge Cleveland Browns fan. Yeah. Bless his little heart. We finally took him to go see his first real game when they played Baltimore it was a mm-hmm. couple of years ago. He had never been to a real NFL game, oh, and man. we took him up there for his 70th birthday. And yeah. I mean, the smile on that man's face was worth every hour in the car, every money we dropped. I mean, it was just worth it for him to see them finally see his Cleveland Browns play. But he's been a fan of them for I mean, since he was a kid, we grew yeah. up outside Cleveland. So, right. Um, moved here when I was 16. So, you know, I can't, I can't quit on my Browns, no matter how bad they are. Like, yeah. awful.
0: Like, you know, you're a bad team when you're the epitome of the toilet bowl joke.
1: Yeah. Like, I don't remember dates very well, but I clearly remember in 1986 when they were in the playoffs and Ernest Bynum dropped the, like, dropped the ball. Like, I remember, like, my dad calling because they were at a party and we were at the house and, like, us talking on the phone, like, why would I remember that? Like, it's just ingrained <laughs> in my mind. So
0: yeah. So footballs they suck. Footballs interesting so far this year in the in the in the scheme of COVID. There's uh, no fans. There's no fans in the stadium, which.
1: But they're playing fan sounds, which I, I is that for the players or for yeah, us? It,
0: well, I mean, you got to think that.
1: Well, It's such a part of the game. I mean, well, it's yes. a part the of the game the, too. But the fans you, are the third whatever. But think
0: about being on a football field with no crowd noise and being able to hear Crickets. every conversation that's going on all over the field.
1: Oh, that's true. Then you're not you're you're listening to the other side. Yeah, there, I get you. There's
0: a lot of I think there's a lot of strategy into that as well. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, there's a lot of changes. Um, in football, and I'm not talking about two football itself. I'm not getting into the rules and regulations. I'm just talking about personnel.s Let's 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 just throw out a few key factors that are happening this year. Let's just talk on two important moves, and that's between the Tampa Bay Bucks, the New England Patriots, and the Carolina Panthers. Cam Newton has gone to New England, who's starting there, where Tom Brady from New England has gone to Tampa Bay, and will be starting there. Which I am super stoked to watch the yeah, game. Yeah, we gotta between, get
1: this done at four something.
0: Yeah, we gotta watch the Saints uh, play the Bucks. But I'm super. I'm super interested to see this play out, and there's a lot of changes. And the be- the big thing is, is that all these changes. There's no preseason, so we we're starting the regular season. Uh huh. So there wasn't a preseason. So there's no like getting a feel of the players before before right. this game starts, uh, which honestly, I think get rid of the preseason. It, if it didn't count, why play it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You're only causing. You're only going to cause injuries to players anyway. So that's how I feel. That's true. Um but there there's a there's a different feel to i mean interesting it it really crept on me. i mean it snuck up on me this year i didn't you know all the sports that are going i mean every sport i think is basically playing right now i think so yeah so it's so crazy that at one time we've got nhl nba is baseball going on
1: right now i want to say yes
0: Cause I don't I follow thought, baseball. Well, I'm not I don't a big either. baseball fan, but I want to think is,
1: somebody was posting it on my Facebook feed yeah. about it. But
0: I know the NBA is going on, and I think baseball is playing because I think I saw a game the other day. So we got, don't have live TV, yeah. So that's why we don't know. Yeah. So we've got the four major sports in yeah. America playing at the same time, which
1: it's kind of crazy.
0: Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of interesting. Um, but if you're a sports fan, maybe this is a good time for you. I'm a little like. I'm just a little dated on like following all the sports. I love watching hockey and I love football. Um, Football's my heart. Yeah, I love like, football. College basketball is is what I live and die for. Yeah, I'm not a big NBA do. fan just because you know, it's just I, I feel like I don't know how competitive it really is at that level. Yeah. Uh, but basketball, college basketball has such good power. I watch in college
1: it. basketball in March. Yeah. I watch it all year.
0: <laughs> so anyway, so we got football started. We're super College happy about football. that. College football's kicked up. Uh, we're going to see what happens. You know, we'll we'll no
1: fans are there either. Yeah, they tried getting fans in North Carolina, but eh, not yeah. allowed.
0: Yeah, so something like, you know, something to think about uh, is starting. It does uh, make
1: me sad though, because like that's a thing I like to do in the fall. Yeah. Is at least like hit up an Appalachian State football game mm-hmm. or head to the Carolina Panthers and watch a game and Well, We'll see. What happens. We'll see Maybe what happens. we can lock out. Maybe by November, or yeah. December, something will happen. Yeah, we'll fingers see what crossed, what folks. But regardless, it's football season. Let's yeah. bring it on.
0: Yeah, get to watch. At least I get to watch it on TV. We're happy about that. Yeah, we so, are. So we're gonna move on into our reco spot for we, this we, week. We, uh,
1: We're super excited about this.
0: Yeah, we we really, really are. Like we said, we we talked about Shameless a little bit. Um, Go and check that out. I don't really have any new shows at this time or new books. I do have a a podcast I want to make a shout out to and recommend. Uh, It's kind of crazy. They're all over the place. Uh, It's not for the light of heart. But go check out the Bezel Boys Podcast, B-E-E-Z-L-E, Boys Podcast. Um, we're working on a chance to uh, do a crossover show with them, which would be really freaking epically cool. Um, I, I love just talking with other people who have different um, opinions. Do you
1: know where they're out of? Do you remember?
0: Uh, man, my, <clears throat> y- you want to catch me with a brain fart, do I'm you, sorry, man? babe. Yeah, I should never do that to you. Yeah, thanks. Thanks.
1: You probably can know. Yeah. Or got us the fact it'll be fun. Yeah, to get up with people. Yeah, they don't live here, so let's just say that. Yeah, they definitely don't <laughs> live in Greensboro, North Carolina.
0: And if they do, shame on us for not.
1: Right, know. they'll be like, "Yeah, we're in Raleigh." We're we'll like, "Oh, okay, well, yeah. that's awesome." Um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so, what we're gonna also um, is get up with them and try to, you know, come up with a topic, and we'll share that information with y'all on our socials once we get that pinned down. Um, they're busy. They've been doing things with other podcasts as well, and they kind of reached out to us, and we reached out to them, and back and forth, and we've uh, gotten together. So we're super excited about it. So we'll get that out to you guys as soon as we know a date and uh, when mm-hmm. that podcast will drop. Yeah. And then maybe we'll have them on ours. I think we're going to be on theirs first, right?
0: Yeah, we're d- I think we're going to do that. And then, then we'll see where we go. I mean, yeah, yeah. crossover, we'll, figure it, out. we'll whatever. figure it out, no big deals. But what we do want to say is that we're going to recommend um, you go check them out. That's our podcast record for this week.
1: Yeah. Uh, can we do the music one now? Because I'm super stoked.
0: <laughs> yes, we can do the music one now.
1: Okay. So I love Spotify because Fridays you and I will share back and forth. So every Friday, for those that don't know, Spotify will drop new releases. I'm mm-hmm. sure other places do that as well, but we use Spotify's obviously. Right. And this band showed up in my new Friday. So yeah. they dropped a sound. I had never heard of their music before but based on my preferences that was why the suggestion came up and I am so thankful that it yeah. came through on my Spotify I instantly listened to one of their songs and sent it on to you yeah um, so it is violent violet night yeah i violet. can't to say violent it's not it's violet night
0: yeah because you're violent in your mind well
1: yeah <laughs> um oh, i just think loud music just but viol- but yeah they're out of um canada they are out of toronto yeah and um they have a new album that's coming out on the 25th of this month and so they've been dropping songs i guess as new releases on their album it's gonna yeah. be called antiheroes is that right
0: yep the new album will be called antiheroes dropping on september the 25th yeah. Uh, we're going to play a couple of songs. Uh, we reached out to them. Yeah. Um, hopefully, hopefully, we can actually get these guys on the show with us and talk a little music, maybe talk a little music life in COVID. I, I want to talk to so many bands just based on a couple yeah, of Yeah, because like
1: it's. It's affected them. Like they've worked on yeah. this album and most bands, as you know, when they have a new album coming out, they're in the middle of a tour somewhere right? and are dropping songs as they go or playing the whole album or whatever mm-hmm. the case might be. So just kind of interested in knowing what that's like for them when you've right. got this big production that you've been working on and then COVID hits and yeah, you're not touring. Yeah. You're not doing any of those things. It's so got to be so frustrating.
0: So yeah, we're going to play a couple of songs uh, that have already been released on Spotify you don't forget to go to the podcast page on yeah. our website. Uh, you can find all the links there and on anchor.fm as well. Yeah. We'll put um, there. We're going to have links to, of course, their Spotify pages, the songs that we Instagram. play their Instagram. We'll have all the good links that they have. YouTube, Facebook, all that stuff. It will be on our page. Uh, if you like the music, go check them out, uh, download the music, buy the music, whatever you need to do to support these guys, because i really like it like i said yeah
1: it's really good yeah it's it's really good
0: it's kind of got uh it's a different sound i think it's it's more than just some guys playing their instruments i think they they're crafting their art yeah they're super talented it's good so uh we're gonna play this first track from them and here's a clip from it called hate me Welcome back, guys and girls. Uh, that was... Violet Night. Yeah, Violet Night. If you were an ocean, then I would like to drown. I love that song. I love the title. That like, one's great. Come on, guys. Like, seriously. If you... Like, like just try this for me. So if Whether you're a girl or a guy, I want you to go up to your significant other, whether whoever they may be, and look in their eyes and go, if you were the ocean then I would like to drown. Yep. Like, come on, that line like, is...
1: just melt with you. Be with you. Yeah. Be one with you. Like,
0: I just want to be submerged in... Ev- I mean, like, I want to give up everything in you. I want to be so submerged by you that there's nothing left. I, I love mean, it. That's that's so cool. That um, song's
1: really good. I also want to give a shout out for Evergreen, because it's my other one that I like. They dropped that one first from this new album. Yeah. It's coming out on September 25th. Yeah, so Evergreen. if you like what you heard, go out and get uh, Priya... What, what is it? not pre-order? It's a pre-save. Pre-save. Thank yeah. you, love. We'll have
0: the pre-save link up. Yeah, on, on Spotify
1: for their album that comes out on the yep. 25th, Antiheroes. Thank you guys for letting us uh, share some of your music, and hopefully uh, our uh, listeners yeah. will uh, reach out as well.
0: So if you checked out last week's episode, which was episode four, and we talked about uh, our mantra, not settling, mediocrity is not an option, no salted eggs, no vanilla, all those good things we talked about last week. Um, this week we're going to kind of continue down that same path. Um, with uh, she, Mel found this uh, article article from Huffington Post, and you know it's kind of talking about love and five different ways to help yourself get prepared. I'm kind of doing a blog, um, a multi part blog, which is yeah. kind of in the same realm. Uh, part two will be released this week, hopefully if I get my writing done.
1: Yeah, you've got some of it done. Just got to yeah. tidy it up and get some parts out of it. Yeah,
0: so hopefully, if I know there's some been some people who's checked out uh, the blog post that I've released, learning to date on the other side of the hill, which basically means learning <laughs> to date after you're old, <laughs> after your long-term relationship has ended, going into a new relationship, all those things. Uh, I hope that you read it. I hope that it helps. Um, basically, it's just um, introspective piece based off my experiences. Yeah. So, we
1: are not experts. <laughs>
0: no. Uh, if I was an expert, I'd be getting paid for it.
1: Yeah, we're <laughs> just people who live life.
0: Yeah. So this week, uh, there was a there was a particular part. Of, there
1: was a couple parts in it I thought were really quite interesting.
0: Yeah, and they kind of tie into the one part. Legitimately ties into what I'll be talking to about this week. Yeah. Uh, and in this article, uh, the author. From the Huffington Post, or the one, the author who writes this, uh, Seth.
1: He is an expert.
0: Yeah, I.
1: I don't like how he says he's a death expert. Did you see that? Yeah. I'm like that's like
0: harsh. He's an HR expert, uh, Seth Elliott. Yeah. Um, but
1: do you see his credentials? He says he's something, yeah. something, something, and death expert. He, I'm like, he's
0: an HR expert, speaker, intuitive medium, oh, uh, self help author, coach, healing expert, and death expert.
1: That's interesting.
0: I think probably like death grieving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like helping people through death. Yeah. Or the grieving of death, maybe. I hope that's what it is. (laughs) I was a little
1: (laughs) concerned about that. Find your next relationship. Why a death expert? Um, (laughs) Okay, sir.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But um, his article is called, Are You Prepared for Love? Five Ways to Prepare Yourself. Uh, We'll have a link to this article in our uh, podcast section of the website on this episode page. And you can find it there if you want to read it. But and um, you were
1: actually f- writing all of these things unbeknownst to this article, which right. is even more entertaining to us because we're like, oh well, yeah, we are kind of sharing some of the things that experts would say, although we've come about it ourselves. So
0: right, yeah. So I'm I've been writing this. I've been I've started writing this blog um, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, I've been trying to figure out how I want to format it, how I want to lay it. I was just going to write one blog, but then it had been super long, super ready. No, I'm I like that wordy. you're breaking it up. So I figured I'd break it up into yeah. parts. So the first part actually deals with his second um, part, which I guess would kind of tie his first and second part is basically my first I part. got you. Yeah. Okay. So my, where I'm breaking down at four. And it's not the same as his. Don't get me wrong. I'm not copying this guy because I didn't even know this article existed until after I've...
1: No, I, t- I shared it with you. Yeah. Just was like, oh my gosh, look at this. But
0: he, he calls his like uh, part to elevate the space. Which is an interesting term, like elevating the space, like moving, like taking the the negativity and all those things and elevating it out of your life. Also elevating yourself into a positive place where you can move forward. Uh, my second part, which you'll see come this week, will be called emanci- uh, the emancipation of your heart. Basically, freeing your heart from past uh, and pain and
1: the baggage, all yeah. the stuff that you bring with you. All that bad Coming stuff. to terms with yeah. it the best that you can.
0: Yeah. Um, and not
1: carry it with you into your next relationship. Yeah,
0: and of course, we don't want to go like super yeah. heavy into just the blog itself. Uh, I guess people who are going to mm-hmm. listen to podcasts may read the blog. People who read the blog may listen to podcast, but they of might not be yeah. both. So they, we and they,
1: we may talk about other things that won't be in the uh, blog post yeah. also.
0: But it's, I it, thought it
1: was interesting, though. I like the term elevate your space, though. Yeah. I thought the word elevation to me meant that you're kind of moving beyond or above where you were, which mm-hmm. I think is always a good thing. Anytime you self-reflect and look at things that are going on in your life, I thought that was really great. Yeah. I also like this information that regarding coming to peace with everything. Because I yeah. think a lot of times that you think you've come to peace with something, but in fact you haven't. And things that come up in a new relationship are sometimes things that you haven't resolved within yourself or haven't fully come to grips with. Right. And so I think a lot of times, depending upon who you're with and and the situation, those can become problems. Depends on how you handle it.
0: Well, no, you're right. I think um, elevating space or whatever you want to call it, but this basically getting over the hurt, um the the sage. (laughs) burning burning the sage burning the sage (laughs) let's call it that (laughs) getting over that is it's hard well I, I think what people fail to realize is they think they can all right so your relationship ends all right you you kind of dealt with the relationship ending you've kind of gotten over that person in the sense that you know you're not pining for them consistently anymore yeah but And they think that's enough that they can move forward with that, that you free yourself from that past, but what you realize is that there's so much more. Well, there's um, things that are ingrained
1: in you as a person based on a 20-plus year relationship or any relationship of a long period of time. Certain behaviors that you have, there's certain things in the way that you react to things Mm -hmm. that until sometimes you're in a new relationship, do you honestly fully come to terms with them i mean I, I hate to say that but i think it's true in some cases i think you
0: need to deal with all the stuff that i don't want to say all the things that cause the relationship to end because i mean sometimes sometimes it, it just yeah it, it's just is what it is but yeah there are things there and the reason we call it baggage is because it's frick it's things you carry with you that are not that, that are packed up in and suitcases or duffel bags or whatever it is. And you, you have to open those bags and go through. Oh yeah. All you're dragging stuff. it with you. Yeah. You have to go through all those bags and, yeah. and look and see what's in there. Uh, and, and say, is this something I continue to carry with me because it's weighing me down?
1: Yeah. And does it benefit a new relationship? Is this something that I need to take yeah. with me because it is part of who I am and right. I'm not willing to change that. Or is it something that's like, gosh, I really just don't want to continue doing this.
0: Well, and the bad thing is, is, or not the bad thing, but, the, the kind of outside perspective on on baggage is, is it's not what's in the baggage like if you can get the bag open and start going through it you can usually get through that you can usually see oh here's in this bag it's you know we argued about money mm-hmm. whatever it is right the problem is is people don't know how to open the bags right that's kind of what I'm going to be talking about the oh, blog post i got you I see what so you're it's saying. like it, think all right. Think about it like this. You you've just went on a long 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 flight, and mm-hmm. it's kind of how I summarize it in my blog spot too. Is that you go on this long flight and you got all this baggage that's with you, and all these TSA approved locks are on there. The only people that can get into them is TSA because you've obviously forgotten the code. To open that bag, or you don't know where the key is to open it. Mm-hmm. So you can either, one, try to pry it open and beat it open, which you probably won't be able to do. Well, you can if you use the right power tools. Yeah. But how much how much damage do you want to do to that where it's unrecognizable? Or you do you yeah. want to damage the things on the inside? But what you have to do is figure out where you left that code, where you left that key, or how to remember or find those things. Figure out how to open the bag once you can. And most of the time, that's just you being prepared to do it. Those bags are there. You obviously have the code. You obviously either have the key. You just forgot where you laid it. Like, you know, you walk through the house and it's like, oh, you came in one day and you threw your keys down and the keys are on the table. But you keep walking past those keys every day and you throw a piece of paper on top of it. Yeah. And then like one day you see that bag sitting in a corner and you go, oh, I need to open this bag uh, because there's some things I need to unpack from that. Yeah. But you're like, hell, I I can't find the key. And it's a good bag. You know, you put good stuff in the bag, but right now the stuff that's in the bag is not good. So you look for the key, you look for key. Maybe one day you find a key, but it's not until you really want to find that key do you find it. That, yeah. That's the kind of the, the point behind it is, are you ready to open the bag? And when you open the bag, you, you kind of got to deal with it then because yeah. once that bag is open.
1: Yeah, you can't put, shove it all back in there. Yeah. Not deal with it. Yeah, because it So is it more about becoming ready to, to deal with those things and what you well, need that's to part do of to it. Do it? Yeah. I mean,
0: that's part of it. Part of it is, is is, in order to like free your heart from all that stuff, one you got to be ready to open the bag you, you got to be able to have that chance to open a bag and once you open the bag then you have to deal with it realistically you can't go oh well you know it wasn't that bad right you know or you know well maybe it was my fault all my fault you know there's there's got to be where you kind of go through all of it and go okay this was a problem because I, if if it wasn't something that you carried with you if it wasn't baggage Or if it wasn't that bad, then you would not be still holding on to it. And that's the big thing. In order to let go of it, you have to unlock it and let it out. And once you unlock it and let it out, you deal with it. Yeah. When you deal with it, like deal with it.
1: Really deal with it.
0: Right. You can then say, okay, now I can move forward. Like, Like for some of us, we harbor like resentment or bitterness or some people harbor hate. Uh, anger based on an action. Maybe there was an event in your life that caused the, you know, maybe it was words they said to you. Maybe it was uh, a birthday forgot, a birthday they forgot. Maybe it was a miscommunication. Maybe it was just how you talked to each other that mm-hmm. that made the weight. There's always something in there, and you it was bad enough. It was big enough for you to carry it with you. So you're still dealing with that. The problem is, is this when you go into the new relationship, if you haven't dealt with that issue, if something like that happens again, it's going to cause the same problem. Let's just take something easy, like, and I know this is very petty, but let's take something as simple as like forgetting your birthday. Like some people love birthdays, like it's. A I huge, love
1: birthdays. Yeah,
0: birthdays are a huge thing to you. Yeah. But it's not a huge thing to me. No, I know. Like I, like I don't mind celebrating people's birthdays and doing things for them, but in the grand scheme of things, I don't care about. We my met birthday. days
1: before your birthday. Yeah,
0: and care less about my birthday but I did yeah you did so let's say in the flip side I I was in a relationship with somebody and I forgot their birthday now they're trying to unpack that okay and that really messed them up like me forgetting their birthday was a big like one of those nails in the coffin for the relationship thing and then they're moving forward to the next relationship okay Mm mm-hmm uh, some people don't have the, the the concrete discussions like me and you had um, mm-hmm. about birthdays. So it was a big thing for, let's just say it was a big thing for that person that I was with. And this is all hypothetical. This is not yeah. a real situation. Um, okay, I forgot your birthday and you move on to the next relationship and you get somebody who's kind of like me in the sense that birthdays are not a big thing. But you haven't dealt with that issue that it caused you a lot of pain and torment and you couldn't understand why. Yeah you know, sometimes dealing with your baggage is dealing with it with a new person too. Mm-hmm. Like talking about it. Like, hey, I have this issue and this happened and blah, 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 blah. And then when you talk about it, you start to maybe understand the person before you as well. I yeah, mean, there, that's there's, true. There's a lot of, pr- it's crazy because you, it's so hard to summarize just this whole process. Well, in I think one it blog. depends
1: on the willingness of, of your new relationship also yeah. to understand. Like, you know, some people don't want to deal with other people's baggage either in a new relationship and they can't figure no. out why you haven't gotten all the stuff done and sometimes well you just can't like sometimes it does require another person
0: I don't think you have to deal with all your like I don't think you have to have all your baggage figured out before yeah. a new relationship but I think you have it you have to have it all open. at least
1: awareness of it
0: you have to have all those bags open yeah because sometimes you can't figure out how to deal with something until you meet a person that can help you deal with it
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I could talk about you and I, the way that I handle, you know, not being in a good place or not being, you know, something's bothering me or the case Mm -hmm. is my immediate reaction when we first started dating from old habits is to stay quiet. Yeah, I'm fine. That was my blanket statement. I'll work it out in my head. I'm fine with you. It drove you absolutely batty.
0: Yeah, because it for me. It Which was, is probably
1: some of your stuff. I mean, like it's kind of a it's kind of twofold. It's my baggage with your baggage meeting up to say, "Hey, how's well, it going?" I think,
0: <laughs> I think because uh, my past relationship, I had that problem. Like I would shut up. Yeah, and I realized how detrimental it was to the relationship. Like one of the reasons that we had issues was because I'm like. You know, I didn't want to get, like, I didn't want to have the argument. I didn't want to have the fight. So Yeah,
1: that was exactly my reason, yeah, too. So you it's just, just to shut it down. You
0: just shut it down it's and be like, okay, be it's quiet. fine. Everything's fine. Let's just move forward, whatever. Yeah. But it really wasn't. You still had something pent up, and you had to deal with it. And then... It so, grows, and it becomes right. a bigger
1: fight, understandably. So when we first got together, my old reaction was, it's fine. I don't want right. to talk about it. Because yeah. I, at that point, didn't know what kind of... Well, you didn't have an argument. We still don't argue, but we no. didn't have an argument or a discussion to understand. I didn't have enough, I guess, faith in you or enough... I don't know what the right word is. I needed to be vulnerable enough to trust you to be able to to open up, I guess, is what it really comes down to. Like, yeah. I felt like I could, at that point, say, okay, this is how I'm feeling. You know, you just don't know in a new relationship how somebody's going to handle something. And so, you just go on what you always knew. But then once we had that conversation and you're like, Hey, this doesn't work for me and I need for you to open up and I need to know these things. And I can tell when you're not fine. And then I was like, okay, I owe it to you and I owe it to our relationship to step outside of my comfort zone, leave that old habit behind and feel safe in opening up to you, which we've done ever since.
0: Yeah. I think that that's, I mean, so if you're looking at what we're talking about, like elevating your space or emancipating your heart or whatever it is, this, this like kind of first place where you're like figuring yourself out, figuring out your past, trying to get over that. Yeah. This is where you see two people in a relationship. One who has figured out that baggage part Yeah. and figured out what happened in the past relationship yeah. and said, okay, this is what I need to do to change because I know if I stay, if this happens... It won't make a positive reinforcement for the new relationship to move forward, right? And then a person who is still kind of in that place mm-hmm. doing the same thing. This is where like a person, and we had it was the same baggage issue. Yeah, like it we both absolutely had it, was. But one person had like over, not. I'm not going to say I overcame it, but I kind of realized it and figured out what I needed to do to move forward. Where you were still I stuck was still in that, stuck, right? So in that in that sense, where I already knew that was a no. That was a hard no for me. I wasn't going to be in a relationship that that would happen. Mm-hmm. So it was a chance for me to say, okay, I see what you're doing and I understand it. I can't do this. Yeah. yeah. Then you either had to respond, well, this is what I used to do. I need to figure out how to change it. Or this is how I'm going to be. And I don't know how to change it. Right. And then that would have, that would have severed one for me. It would have made the relationship. So if you're and what I'm, trying to make a point on this is, is if you're in a new relationship and you're doing the things to better yourself Yeah. and you're in a new relationship with somebody and they, I'm not going to say those people or the other person is always, and maybe not you either, are always going to be in a place where you're ready or you're, you've got it perfected. But if you're always willing to move forward into a better place, then that's great. Yeah. But if Mel would have been like, I'm, I, that's who I am. I can't change. Or. Right. It kept happening. At some point I would have been like, I'm not going to do this. This yeah. relationship is not for me. But that would have been fine, especially for me, because I knew what I wanted.
1: Right. And it's i not settling part. It's going right. back to that.
0: It's going back to I'm not gonna separate I'm not gonna accept the mediocre. I'm not gonna settle. Status quo is not gonna be it, and I'm not gonna get back into a niche that I already know is bad for me.
1: Right. 100%. But that took
0: but that took me doing this 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 step getting myself prepared to say this is not what I'm going to accept right. no longer and I had to not settle because maybe I would have been like well it's not that bad maybe we won't have many issues like this maybe I can just oh, settle. I think it
1: would have been bad
0: yeah no it would have been I
1: 100% think absolutely. it would have
0: been but in but in doing that too like
1: but you I, helped me to unpack my shit basically well, is well, what, what was great
0: yeah and that's exactly that's the other point to it because if you are I'm not going to say you're meant to be with somebody and we'll talk about that in a minute. But if this person is somebody you're going to be with that, that can be with you, if you have those issues or you can, co- if you come into a place where you're experiencing issues like this and you say, no, I can't do this. We have to figure out another way. And they go, Oh, well, let's work on that. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's how, what can I do to improve myself in order for this, this relationship to work? Yeah. And, and, you, and
1: I did 100%. Yeah. Like I, but it wasn't something that I wanted to keep either. Like no. I know it's not inherently the way that I wanted to be, nor how I am. Because I'm was pretty open. But I just couldn't get past the block of...
0: Right, because there was that baggage you had to deal yeah, with.
1: Because I knew what the... I was fearful of the same reaction from you, which is not fair. But that's what I was afraid of.
0: Yeah, you, you were... Because past it's, experience. it's the first
1: time that we get in this, this well, little yeah. weird place when this, you know, we're having this, this discussion and I'm like, God, this is could end up exactly where I am. So it's me putting up the defenses going.
0: Yeah. Ugh. Well, but it's, it's the baggage you have yeah.
1: and totally. not experience
0: anything different yet. Right. So your experience from what you experience your past experiences in that baggage is going to make you think every other time it's going to be just right. like this
1: and as soon as it wasn't i was like holy shit like this is awesome right.
0: <laughs> well but but it also took you having to talk about it and yeah and, to, and one, for you
1: being understanding of it
0: but you had to open that bag
1: yeah i did because
0: at that time you probably never really opened that bag but you had to open I that bag
1: it, i just didn't yeah. want to fully open it yeah she was
0: like i know what's <laughs> in there i just, I just don't want to mess with it. I'm that's
1: dirty shit. clothes yeah. we're not getting that one yet yeah. <laughs> but But it also takes patience on the person you're with to understand those times. And and like you said, if it's really somebody that you want to invest time in and you see that potential with somebody that you're not settling, but you're also saying, hey, you need to elevate yourself to the level that I need in this relationship. I mean, that's why I look at it, too, with the elevating your space is also helping somebody to meet an expectation of what you want for yourself when it's attainable like if that was my like absolute, i can't i just can't i got this is what i have to do this is how mm-hmm. i have to treat this then well, that's different
0: i don't think i don't think it's considered settling in the beginning like i think no i think when you had those issues and you say hey this is i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do this yeah you know you you have to understand it doesn't change overnight either mm-hmm it's not like she, you know, we had. Magically that, was like. Yeah, oh. like she had that one instance and it was like, oh, I'm, I'm just going to shut down and not talk about this. This, you know, we, we had like one, at least. There was
1: a process. I yeah. think I had told you that I just needed, that I was going to tell you that I just needed a minute to think about yeah. things. And then. And then we would talk about it. But I right. didn't want to, because a lot of my arguments I had in previously were like off the cuff things. And it got to be, when I did open up, it would just become this huge issue. All the time, and so I thought, right. well, because I was saying things in the in the heat of the moment, or like as they were coming off my head, and I felt like I needed to you think needed, about things. Yeah, you needed think to think time, before you essentially. said. Right. So we did go through that process of letting me think, and now I don't even. I just I, well, we don't even get into things like that now. Well, <laughs> like no, we that's don't. the
0: funny part of it. We don't, but it's it's, it's because. But of if we m-
1: did, I would just I would just say it. Like now, I don't hold back at all with you. I really honestly. Well, just because we. we've gone through
0: all the process of dealing with our baggage and dealing with our baggage with each other too like this is what happened in the past let's not do this moving forward so once you get on a good level playing field of communication i mean like you both understand how you speak and how you communicate then you can deal with those things like you can get to a place where like two people will never communicate the same
1: no they don't and we still don't no. but i figured out yours and you figured out mine it took some time though. well but
0: that but that was us having Multiple.
1: communication yeah, yeah. 100%. like our
0: communication was different so what do you mean when you say this what do you yeah, mean when I you say to that like a lot for i me. don't understand your demeanor like yeah. your facial expressions i don't get all those things because you don't like when you first meet a person and you're going through the first six months year two years of a relationship you've got to learn all the quirks Like when your eyebrow raises here, why does it, you know, like, and you say this, what does that mean? It's okay to ask those questions.
1: Yeah. But my asking questions in the previous thing would have always been in an argument. So that's why I avoided asking the questions. Well,
0: yeah, because a lot of people are defensive. Like it's, it's a defensive mechanism to say, why are you asking those questions about me instead of having the conversation? Like, Hey, I know we're two people, we're in a relationship Let's talk about things when things start to get heated or things are misunderstanding yeah. or you're confused. If we take the confusion out of the communication, yeah, then when we have communication and it seems confusing, we understand what to do in those moments. Like if I, how many times, I mean, all right, everybody who's listening to this, think about how many times you've been in an argument with a friend, a parent, a family member, a spouse, Co-worker a significant, anybody. Y'all were arguing, but you were arguing on the same thing like you were literally trying to prove the same point you agreed on what you were talking about but because of the way you communicate the way you effectively speak to each other and and send out information both of you thought you were saying totally Something opposite different. things it yeah happens. and that's what happens a lot of times when you don't take the time to communicate At how it, you communicate yeah like okay this is like would like I always told her like she would get like I remember a few times where she would get upset with me like we'd be out
1: well we would say something or like yeah something would be said in conversation and yeah. passing or like when we're sitting in the car or something yeah. like that and I would bank it is what I would say as I keep it in my head and then I'd stew on it mm-hmm. instead of just immediately at that point in time being like what did you mean by that or right. what was your thought of that exactly and so I did we did that a lot I did that quite a few times yeah you did which pissed your ass off but anyway it really did it ticked you off but then i realized and now it wasn't I just like i'm
0: angry and i want to yell at you it was like no, like why, why didn't you
1: just say something at the time exactly. and i could have explained it because especially for you a lot of times you're like i don't even know what the hell i was even talking about yeah like, like i don't even know why i said that or when i said that
0: yeah because i mean i well you got to understand your partner too because i have a couple of mental disorders yeah so sometimes when i'm stressed out i'll say things sometimes i'm talking Oh, you said
1: a lot of crazy shit one time
0: well, I mean, yeah, yeah. but... I mean, but I mean,
1: but I was like, held it. And then I was like, yeah. no, this cannot... We can't keep doing this. That yeah. was even me saying that. Like, I can't keep doing this. Like, no, I've got can. to ask you that.
0: Yeah, and it's like, if you would just say... Like, if somebody says something to you that...
1: But I think people are so afraid, though. I don't know if you're afraid of the answer or afraid of, like, hurting somebody. I don't know what that is, but Look, it's inherent, though. It is,
0: is much better to get something off your yeah, chest in is. the moment. Yeah. And oh, I, I agree. And I think that takes some... I think that takes some practice and patience too. Yeah. Like you just can't come right off and rip out. Like, what the hell did you mean? What, what the fuck are you talking about? You know, you just, you got to say, Hey, you know, you said this a couple of minutes ago and and I feel like you, you meant this, but I don't want to assume like you, you have to take a humble approach to understanding it. Like
1: on both ends. Yeah.
0: And let's be real. It's going to be all on you. If you want to get an understanding of it, It's going to be all on the person asking. You're going to have to choke up your pride and go, hey, you know, you said this statement. I I don't want to assume anything. I'm just trying to figure out what you meant by it. Because especially in new relationships.
1: Yeah, there's so much unsaid things. Or like you think I understand what you're saying and I didn't or vice versa. So there was a lot of times I'd be like, okay, what did you mean by that? Or can you go back and explain to me why you said that?
0: Yeah. It, it's kinda like I in, took some
1: of his hurt. Like I was yeah. like, God, he's being really mean.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is
1: unusual, but it wasn't. It I wasn't. was just like, no, just, I was just, just saying whatever.
0: Because I just talk and, yeah. you, and hell, you never know what's gonna come out of my mouth. Literally. Yeah. But it I, I, I tune it to like the construction field, like the construction industry. Yeah. Like a lot of people will have different words mm-hmm. for the same thing. Like they have different terminology yeah, for yeah. the same thing. You know, it it, it it could be anything. You know, you can say Whatever you want to say, I might say zip bit. Some people will say self-tapper. Some people will say self-drilling for a screw. That what it basically does. What was
1: the first word you just said? Zip bit. Oh,
0: zip bit.
1: I know, but that's a weird word.
0: It is, but I call them zip bits because in HVAC. But that's what you call them. Well, in HVAC world, you know, you say zip bit. Yeah. and other people in so certain metal fabrications might say zip bits. They call self-tappers too, or they can be called self-drilling screws. But what they basically do is start a hole in metal or some material, so yeah. your, your screw part can actually bite into the material gotcha. so it can hold. I mean, it's just something as simple as that. Like I may, you could say tomato tomato or tomato tomato or potato potato. <laughs> like soda Kevin. and pop. Yeah. Oh, my God. Soda and pop, which <laughs> we will not get into that because yeah, it's a Coke. Everything's a Coke. <laughs> Pepsi, Coke. Dr. Pepper, Coke. No, Dr. Pepper is Dr. Pepper. Always Dr. Pepper. <laughs> yeah, it is. But seriously, I mean, it's just like those But things. it is. Yeah, it's yeah. wherever you come from. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people will say it. I mean, you can come from different parts of the country. Literally, if you're dating somebody that's not from your social or your, your environmental background, yeah. like if you're from the south and they're from the north.
1: Ooh, oh, luck. my
0: gosh. You're going you're gonna to have that's a lot of communication things you have to get over. Yeah. But but that's but that's a part of getting over your baggage too at the same time. Well, is understanding those things about yourself. You got to learn who you are. Yeah. Or as Mr. Elliot would say, relearn who you are, but we are, all, I don't think you're relearning.
1: No, I don't think so either. I think I, you're just expanding on who you yeah, are. Yeah,
0: I don't like the word relearning. I think it's understanding who you're grown to be each day. Like, yeah. you've got to understand that you were this person at 18, now you're this person at 25, and at 30. As you grow and experience different things, you're going to grow. Yeah. So it's not It's
1: growing as a person, not relearning as a I person. I guess
0: I guess maybe relearning after a relationship, but it's like you're building yourself. Like you're building yourself into somebody new like okay, these were the things that were bad in me. So how can I change those bad things into something positive? How can I make a positive uh, growth from this? Yeah. And and I think that's what people really need to focus on. Cuz like,
1: relearning to me is learning some is like taking a behavior that you already have and just learning how to do it differently. To me that doesn't necessarily mean that you're growing or that you're changing at all in my opinion relearning is just a creepy i don't like that word
0: yeah it's it's, it's tough but like maybe i'm it thinking
1: like math facts you go back and relearn you know two plus two is four you relearn it well if you re- learned it wrong this first time guess what you're gonna learn it wrong the second time so like what if you're relearning yourself and you don't really make changes or see that the growth that you've come into but really, honestly, maybe it's
0: maybe it's just his way of communicating what he wants to say. And it's different than our way of communicating yeah, that's it. Fine. I mean, that, that, I can, with that like he like his terminology, he's using Zipbit and I'm using self-tapper. There you go. So, I mean, you never know. But you, you should take time to read, you know, and I think what he's saying is what we're saying. Look at yourself, see how you've grown so you don't commit the same mistakes that you did before. Yeah, but I
1: would also add in, though, I I get his whole part about elevating your space and handling everything. Like, don't bring drama, basically, into your new relationship on all of those things. I get that part. But I also think that so much of that is happening simultaneously with a relationship. Yeah. I think you are opening the bags, and you know what's in there. But until you know how to deal with the bag in a way that fits your new relationship, Mm -hmm. sometimes maybe you have to wait. Or sometimes maybe you need the right person who's going to help you to unpack that bag the way that it needs to be (laughs) backed for your relationship. Do you know what I mean? Because I think think if I would have come in and been like, no, I'm always going to stick with I'm fine.
0: I think he's like, he's like, you know, if you haven't like the dirty laundry, the AKXs, you know get rid of them and don't bring them into your new relationship. I think... Yeah, like
1: don't bring in, you know, don't be on the fence. I think also is what you're saying well, too. Like, yeah. I mean, a little bit. I mean, get
0: over the yeah, relationship. Yeah. I mean, know that you're past it. Well, you it, shouldn't but
1: even be dating if you're still stuck on somebody. That well, you're no, but I think,
0: I think for me, how I'm reading it is, is like I think when you go into a relationship, your past is a part of you. What you're going to carry it. You're not going to get rid of it. You just need yeah. to deal with it so that it's not something you live in. You shouldn't live in the past. You should elevate yeah. yourself from living in the past. Yeah. So when you move forward, but I think moving into a new relationship, the openness of communication about your past and their past.
1: It has to happen. It, it's
0: got to happen. And you got to be in a place where one, you and the other person is not jealous of your past. Yes. Because you're passing, let's just say this. Like, for us, like, I'm talking about in my blog post about coming out of a long term relationship. Like, well,
1: yeah. And, like, we even mentioned, too. I mean, like, you know, you and Kim, you and your ex are super, super close with each other. Yeah. We're And for we're, some, we're women really good friends. Previously,. That you dated That was a huge problem
0: Yeah they did not like that And that's something You have they to understand They
1: didn't understand That that was how and You that, guys were But you know what
0: That's fine If that's how they If if that was their
1: Yeah
0: Way of being Like they can't deal with that That's okay Yeah Because that's them That means to me This is not the person I'm supposed to be with Right so if you have an issue with my past or something. No, but I'm apart, saying,
1: but they took it as that there was still something between yeah, the two of yeah. you all. It wasn't that the relationship itself was the problem. No. it that they were hung up on the fact that they're thinking, well, if you're talking to her, there still must be things there. Which right. is not even the truth No, it wasn't of it truth at all.
0: at all because it was more so of. So that's
1: a, that's a them problem of maybe not handling their own things. Well, and,
0: and that's what I'm saying. It's yeah, like, yeah. it's on them. Yeah. Not on me. No. Like if I have a good relationship with my ex, well, one, we have kids together. Like if you if if you and your all right say if you I in think a relationship. it's a
1: testament of how you guys handled your separation and divorce. I mean honestly, yeah, as the same for mine. I mean yeah. I, not that every situation is amicable in Mm-mm. any regards, but I also think it is a testament of how we are as people.
0: Yeah, and and like I said. We are only basing this off our experiences. Yeah, like, there's we, some situations. We understand where not that like ours, ours underst-
1: are very super unique. It's yeah. not the norm. We get no. it.
0: Yeah, like I understand there are relationships who ended, marriages that ended, that there is no reconciliation between those two people. Like there was something done in that like, relationship.
1: It's so awful, and in some cases, it needs to stay that way. Yeah,
0: it needs to stay that way. Like there is like, like to protect yourself. Yeah, like. You know, they committed a serious crime, and you yeah. need to be away. You need to protect your family from that. I get that. Yeah, an emotionally but it, com, yeah. Com but it, but in like situations like mine, where it's like we have kids together, we have yeah. a grandchild too. You know, you're going to be in the same room at points. Yeah. You're you're going to be you know, and if it's if you're able to make it friendly, then yeah. it's the best thing. But the problem is, is most people that you're with moving forward will see that as a threat. Yeah, they do. And that's where you have to be clear, concise, and communicative, in yeah. a way that they understand that that's not. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and remember, exes, in a sense, I don't want to say X's are baggage, but it is a baggage that you carry because it's going to, that's something you don't, that's baggage you don't get rid of. And it's not bad baggage. It's because no, it's, they're you there. Can't, it, yeah. You can't. In some situations, yeah.
1: you can't. I mean, when you have children and other children involved, they, it is there. Yeah.
0: So. so you have to You have to learn how to deal with those things. Yeah. And I think it goes to show that, you know, um, I think one of the things he was talking about in his article that there is not one specific person for you. Yeah. Like,
1: he said there's a lot of Mr. and Mrs. Right, which is funny because I don't. We've I, talked about this in detail. Yeah. Which I would like to actually talk one time, whether we talk on our show or somebody else's about the whole soulmate thing. And yeah, I think there, I think there's a good.
0: Maybe that's something we'll talk about next week. We'll table, we'll table the soulmate, life mate, thing till next week.
1: I just think it's interesting.
0: Yeah, I I think we can do a show. Especially when we got into it and started
1: really talking about it and what our thoughts were about it. Yeah,
0: but you know when when we're talking about like getting past and and. And quite honestly, you will never be able to move into a new relationship if you don't deal with the things from your past. And and I'm going to say this, not just your recent past. I mean, a lot of your past. I mean, my stuff goes back to when I was a child, Yeah. like dealing family. with my parents mm-hmm. and, you know, things like that. There's so many different things that I've had to deal with through my life that had to put me in a better place, you know, because you experience things. You, yeah. you you go through Well, it's things. your makeup. It's, your, yeah. it's
1: it's who you are and how who you've become and where you're going. And,
0: and I want to be clear that when I, t- when we talk about baggage, we're not talking about just, it's just not all negative. There's just things packed away that you have to deal with to understand, because some of those things can be quite positive for you. Yeah, You just have to figure out how to deal with them, but you carry them and you don't open with, them. And, and they become sources of contention mm-hmm. where these things happen and you don't, and you, you continue to get upset about it because you've never dealt with it. A lot of times, if you can get those bags open, if you can find those keys or those combinations and open those bags. And see what's in there. You might go, oh, this is what causes this problem every time. Because, yeah, it could. You know, it, it's just the small things. And guys and girls, it's like like we said, we're not experts. But, you know, practice makes perfect. Yeah. But you'll never perfect the art of being in a relationship. Like, there's no way to perfect it because there's always going to be something that comes up. You never know what's going to be around the corner. I mean, you never know what you've got hidden so deep with inside you that one day it just surfaces and then you have to deal with it. The problem is, it's under, or not the problem, but the solution is is understanding how to deal with it when it does surface. That's why you have to start unpacking bags. Mm-hmm. because there's always that one little bag that's packed in another bag and another bag in another bag that little bag of chargers that you thought you left in Florida yeah. you know <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which I didn't thank God. I'm uh, famous for that though God, yeah I don't care about that but
0: there's that one little bag that's packed inside of another bag that's been locked for decades and all of a sudden something happens and that bag surfaces and then you have to decide if you want to open that bag and, and figure it out and it may be years into a relationship. Yeah. You know, but it's okay. But if you had already spent time practicing opening other bags, it bags doesn't. that are bigger, yeah. bags that are not as hard to deal with, and you go through that process and you've gone through that process with the new person in the relationship, then it becomes easier. So when that comes up, you're not like, oh my God, the relationship's over, or yeah, yeah. oh my goodness, you know, why am I supposed to deal with this? You you know how to deal with it. Right. You just follow the same steps. And whatever steps that is for you, you know, opening the bag, talking about it, realizing what it is, digging. I mean, whatever process you go through like i said i'm not an expert i can't tell you how to do it but i can tell you that you have to do it maybe maybe you're a person who needs professional help help to unpack yeah like you need a counselor or a psychiatrist or a psychologist or yeah yeah somebody to help you through the
1: process of looking at the bags and figuring out what to do maybe it's too overwhelming for you Mm -hmm. too much hurt too much things that that you brought with you that you need to just kind of get that help to go through everything together
0: and I am somebody who advocates finding somebody even if it is professional help to help you because these things are, are these emotional and mental things that you go through are so devastating. They can cause physical effects on you. They can cause you physically to be sick or other physical things that can cause detriment in your life. Yeah. I mean, stress, depression, all those things, they, they formulate and manifest things in your life that could be very physical. And that can happen from di- not understanding how to deal with these baggage or deal with it may not even
1: be relationship stuff i mean this could be childhood stuff that you're been and you know what sometimes Mm -hmm. it could be things that happened way back and then you're bringing it into every relationship yeah and so you know look at this stuff maybe objectively and figure out what came from relationships or what are things that are just so deep down that you really have to spend the time going through it
0: yeah i mean it's it's never it's never an easy process of having to deal with your mental stasis or your mental psyche. You know, going through those things, your it's psyche. Ego. Well, it, it, think about it like the word psyche. Like if you have, if you've ever heard anybody word to use psyche, do you know what it really means? Like what, like if I say, if you're dealing with your psyche, it, it's literally your mind, your spirit, your body, your soul. It's it's every, it's your complete makeup. It's your uh, inside makeup. Yeah. It's, it's everything that you are.
1: Not blood and guts, but the other stuff. Yeah. You know, Mentally, so yeah.
0: it's. It's it's that emotional thing that's in you, and you you have to deal with it because emotions are, are pretty freaking powerful things. I mean, emotions they're cause break it. Emotions cause things to happen. You're angry, you hurt somebody. Yeah. You're happy, you love some. I mean, there. I mean, your emotions drive you to do things. Yeah. So if you can get the things that affect your emotions in check or understand how to deal with them, then your emotions are not wild and cause bad things or. Like super crazy things to happen. Yeah. Um, It's
1: reactions based on emotions. Yeah, because I I mean, mean, think
0: about and just like in our situation, because she hadn't dealt with how to deal with certain situations. Yeah. Her emotions caused her to shut down and not talk. Yeah. Which was completely opposite of what I needed. Yeah. Or what helped me get through things, or one which kept things from shutting down the relationship. Yeah. You know once she felt how once she figured out how to deal with that the emotions changed to it
1: yeah it was just i think a lot of it honestly probably was helpful by it helped by you i mean honestly it was it was being vulnerable enough to know that how you were going to react or trusting you enough to know how you were going to react in a certain situation that helped me to get to the point where i don't do that anymore right do you know what i mean but i could think sometimes i thought I handled it until it came up to mm-hmm. you know what I mean like I yeah. thought I had handled it but then in a situation where I was uncertain it, the old habits come back out
0: yeah you know guys and girls if you're still listening to this and we hope that you are
1: <laughs> we like to ramble I but don't think we're rambling well I mean I think it's I, I don't th- care if we are <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we <We're> get getting snarky
0: <laughs> but you know we we would appreciate your feedback on it like tell us what you think
1: tell us to shut up <laughs>
0: yeah is it too much for you it uh, doesn't matter
1: no i mean what are like you know even in but this is even stuff i mean i know we talk about relationships but this is stuff that you can actually pertain to your everyday life i mean think about it when you go to work and you've got that thing that like you know you're holding on to and you don't want to have the conversation i mean the same kind it's it, it's communication is what it really comes down to yeah,
0: everything in relationship is communication, and how you
1: handle yourself at work could be some of the baggage too I mean you don't know there's all kinds of places you take your baggage with you Mm -hmm. so really like you know look at your spaces everywhere look at your relationships look at your work areas look at places where you can you know stop the old habits or find places where you can elevate that space make it make it a better place for you whether it's work whether it's your home life whether it's you know wherever you spend time look at those places where you can get rid of the drama get rid of the the unnecessary things that are keeping you weighted down
0: yeah i mean you know your your heart becomes becomes like this slave to your past and your pain and it's shackled and chained down you you have to realize how to how to break that you have to break those cycles when you're breaking those cycles you're breaking those chains and those bondage that that can that hinders you from moving forward
1: to be your best self
0: yeah and, and you know what whether it's your best self or whether it's just, you know, a better tomorrow version of you. Yeah. You know, just taking like, a day at a time even. Yeah. I mean, think about it like this. If I can be better tomorrow than I was today, that's a step forward. And yeah. it doesn't have to be much. I mean, you it, it doesn't have to be a complete makeover. No. You're, you're not going to completely make over yourself in a day, a week, a month, a year. It's, no. It's, it's a gonna work take, in progress. And, and that's the thing. We will never be perfect. I, I am i'm cynical in human nature i think humans are flawed flawed things like everything else like there's nothing perfect in the world there's no No. such thing as perfection like if perfection existed i haven't seen it and and i think
1: it's unfair to strive for perfection yeah i don't think you'll ever reach that that state
0: i like the concept that we're a work in progress until Whatever it is in the end, like when you die and go to heaven or when you die and you stay in the ground, whatever it is you think afterlife is. Some people don't believe in afterlife. Some people do. But I think until the point that we stop existing on earth physically, Mm -hmm. we're a work in progress to the day, to that day. Like we're, we should be on a continual effort of being better. And And,
1: and baby steps yeah, At and that. it doesn't have to be some. I mean, if you can take a giant step, by all means, take it. But yeah. if it's baby steps for you, or today I'm not going to do X, Y, and Z. Today I'm going to, you know, with work. Today I'm going to make a, a effort to not cuss out my coworkers. I don't know whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah, and I, I mean, just you know, everybody has their own thing.
0: And and look, we're not talking about being what I'm not talking about a morality that you know, maybe a faith holds. I'm not talking about a morality that this person holds. I'm just talking about here. Here's my, here's my definition of being better, Mm -hmm. being able to love yourself and love others. Yeah. Like somebody, you know, because I was in church and, you know, I have a Christian background, not my whole life, but I do now. um, There's, there's a phrase that says love others like you love yourself. Yeah. Well, The problem the church teaches, the church teaches that, and I think it's a great way, it's a great mantra to have to love everybody else like you love yourself.
1: Yeah, but I always think of what if you don't love yourself?
0: Well, and that's the problem that first you got to understand what loving yourself means. Right, 100%. What is it that you want from life? And if you want that from life, like you should, like, do you want people to lie to you? Well, no, so don't lie to others. Do you want people to steal from you? No, don't steal from others then. Yeah. You know, people like hold all these values like and, and we other can get in we can yeah. get into religions oh, and faith like that. But just for just in this episode, talking about this right now, loving yourself is like what what is it that you want to make you happy? Like, what is it the good things that come to you? So if if you can figure those things out, that's how you love yourself, like m- finding the joy and happiness in life. And what are those things and then you want to do that for other people mm-hmm. so getting better each day is learning how to positively love yourself and positively love others in a way that promotes joy I don't want to say happiness happiness is an emotion that's fleeting but joy is something that kind of I feel like joy is one of those words that's something like you can have joy and still be sad you can I also have think jo- like contentment yeah
1: like to me like not me like not smiling, but contentment like a yeah. general yeah. feeling of well-being in yourself yeah, exactly
0: so, guys and girls, um, that's the episode.
1: Bam. Just like that.
0: Just like that. I mean, we're trying. We love to talk. Uh, okay.
1: We both love to talk. I love to talk. I like cutting up.
0: I just think the dialogue, I just like having dialogue. Like I, I just like talking to you. <laughs> I just like talking in general. I like
1: talking to other people, too. Yeah. Which, I, again... If you would love to talk to us,
0: yeah, I don't imagine. be shy. Yeah.
1: Like, just reach out to us. Yeah, and we would love to have a conversation.
0: Remember that you know everything that that you do in life um, is hard. Like, everything is kind of hard. You raise kids; it's hard. You, you, to have relationships is hard. To work is hard. There's so many things in life that's hard, and and there's so many distractions in life. I mean, even like right now, we're going through the new. The elections are coming up, and you know we're still in this this. Stasis of COVID and quarantine and all these things are going on. And there's so many distractions in life. Sometimes you just got to reel everything back and, and, and focus it in a smaller circle. And what is affecting me in my life right now is what I need to deal with.
1: Yeah. And leave everything else outside. Yeah.
0: And, and, and work there. And then when you realize what you do, each small step you take can move you into a different phase of life that can help you
1: get to the bigger stuff. Yeah.
0: You know, cause, and heck, if you don't just, I don't want to say do what makes you happy because some people's version of what makes them happy is kind of is bad is bad <laughs> but but do things in a way that promotes positivity, promotes happiness and joy in your others best self. yeah and and your best self is not like dropping bombs and like no. hurting people like hurting people is never a good thing, and we want to escape from that and
1: Should be kind,
0: yeah, but hopefully this episode will help you you know.
1: Elevate your space. B- communication
0: help your communication. Yeah, I think that's that's the key on baby this baby steps towards your best yeah. you. Messipate your heart, elevate your space, whatever it is, but just create good communication between you and, and who anybody. is yeah, and whoever is on the other side of that conversation. Yep. Don't forget, uh, go and check out uh, our recommended band tonight, Violet Night. Not violent.
1: No. Violet, Violet.
0: The like purple. the color. Yes. Right. Yeah. Their
1: artwork's really cool on their albums,
0: too. Yeah. By the way I yeah dig in it. They're super creative. I hope you go check them out. Um, hopefully, we get them on a the show soon and we can talk to them. Uh, don't forget to go check out the blog space on our website. Don't forget to go to our website, rockhippieadventures.com. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, all those things. Uh, I got to throw shot, shots in there for us because, you know, you got to plug yourself. Don't forget to look for, uh, Basically, a new podcast coming soon, Weekly Dose of Trashality. We'll see how it works. Maybe it'll come, maybe it won't. We don't know yet, but what I do know is one thing. Okay, if I don't know anything.
1: We know one thing, babe.
0: Right. Live life loud and bold.
1: And mediocrity is not an option.
0: Thank you for listening to the Rock Hit The Adventure Podcast. You can connect with us on all of our social channels, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Just look for Rock Kippy Adventures. You can also head over to our website, rockkippyadventures.com, for all of our latest blog posts and podcasts. You can also share your story, check out what we're listening to on Wednesday, or just our usual jackassery. As always, leave us a comment or rating on your favorite podcast app. Yes, it is the first week of
1: football. Oh no, really? That worked out well. Uh, We don't have like the actual sound effect for that, so I thought I would just do that
0: forty. Because that was ESPN.
1: Oh, wrong one.